0: 1900, member of the so-called Irish Mafia, group of Irish-American actors, which included Spencer Tracy, James Cagney, blah, 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 worked later as a voice character of Officer Charlie Dibble in the Hanna-Barbera TV cartoon Top Cat.
1: Yeah, oh, he's Officer Dibble, huh? And I'm Top Cat, I'm Arnold Stang. He worked with, like, Bogart and Arnold Stang?
0: Yeah, that's all I got on this guy.
1: Hello, evening, Officer Dribble. Now, evening, Top Cat. Now, now, Top Cat, you're not doing some really weird, boring hijinks, are you? Uh, well, Officer Dribble, it would be even easier well, look. to talk.
0: They've beaten the guy up. They stole his jacket. They stole his watch. Yeah. I mean, he's all fucked up. Good times. Yeah. He's got a couple bucks, so he's like, say, sister.
1: Have a well, quick, maybe um, I could
0: buy you something nice. Would you like a soda? And she's like, "With what money? What have you been doing?"
1: Why are your pants?
0: I wasn't doing nothing. I was just was thinking just how hot them. you look, and a soda would do just the trick. They're going swimming, that's why their pants. Oh,
1: around. I got you.
0: This is just not today's movie. I mean, they're smoking cigarettes, beating up kids, getting undressed.
1: This movie does – I mean, it's it's really to their detriment that they didn't shoot on, uh, on site because it's a play. Uh-huh. And it's a movie version of a play, and sometimes right. they feel like plays, and sometimes that works, you know? Yeah. But it's like you want to – it's so strange that it became this – based on real life, it's based on suffering, right? Based on the poor in yes. New York City. Yeah. It became a play and a hit, and it became a movie. And then the characters in the movie became one – acting entity that appeared in six other movies, five other movies. Right. And then they spawned a, a series of like B films. Yes. Where it was more and more like years. just Yeah. Like is there something to the equivalent of that? Was there like a catfish maybe the there was catfish was originally a documentary and then it became that MTV uh show.
0: I don't know catfish. Isn't that huh.
1: crazy? I'm trying to think like was there something that was like serious documentary? It just turned into like a lapstick. Hmm.
0: Jo- good question. Um. Uh, I know I'll find an example. Yeah. She's a really good actress in this, by the way. Um.
1: She deserved I, that Oscar. She won.
0: Well, she didn't win an Oscar. Once again, uh, it's just this woman who has a one scene.
1: It hasn't come up yet.
0: No. She became an actress at right. It hasn't come up yet. She became an actress at 15 years old as a way of overcoming shyness, and her first film appearance was an extra in a D.W. Griffith
1: film, The Sorrows of Satan. You would definitely lose your shyness being an extra in a Cecil uh, (laughs) D.W. film.
0: He was always playing girlfriends or sisters of a gangster, Gary Cooper's girlfriend, Spencer Tracy, Henry Fonda, you know, Harry Grant, just sisters and bro- uh, girlfriends of gangsters. I never promised you a rose garden. She was in uh, Hitchcock's Sabotage. Huh. She was in Fury in 36 by Fritz Lang. Um, she was one of the highest paid actresses in the industry, earning ten grand a week. $80,000 she got for Sabotage with uh, Alfred Hitchcock.
1: Was she the one who was top billed and they had to recall the film and put Bogart's name in it? I I'd say that. yes she, yes she was
0: well I don't know what she, I'm not sure exactly what you asked but when this film came out her name was on the top and right. for some reason that wasn't cool with Bogart so in the next release, this Bogart's name got put up front and that's what we were seeing here
1: oh no Richie rich is sad
0: yeah he's super sad and he's he's all beat up there they are
1: don't go into that club. <laughs> Tasting pigeons. You got to him?
0: Now, someone's caught, and his name is Tommy, okay? And Tommy is the brother of uh, our our hero, uh, our heroine, Trina. Gotcha. Right? So, let me go, let me go, and he's not gonna let him go. Here's your watch back. Of course, the father wants justice. He wants the kid arrested, yeah. and and now here's the sister. She's doing her thing.
1: Oh, and there's James.
0: Yes, was uh Marza, Marza text was um. He raised pug dogs as show dogs. Look, he just got stabbed in the arm by a right. gun that Milty gave him. That's gonna be. That's gonna oh. be reform school strong. Oh, uh, here we go. He published two books on the art of needle.
1: Who did the the actress?
0: Yes, But well, she was doing needle as points dogs as show dogs. He was a good. She had a good life.
1: She was doing needle points in this movie. Remember, she was sticking her yeah. head out the window. Yep. You're top of the morning, Carl. Top of the morning, Mike. Will you two shut up? Just meet downstairs. Now, the cop is
0: being told, "You go get that fucking kid." The cop's not being a jerk about it, but he's like, yeah, right. I'm going to spend my time. But then he's going to find out that this is the brother of a judge. Uh, and for his own career, he better go find that kid.
1: you going to wave his brother's name around?
0: No, uh, the doorman is. Here, turn it on now. Turn it on. So that little indication is uh. like, oh, you better fucking fix this. Liar. You said it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Shay.
1: I was talking about your mother. Your mother.
0: Look at that. You know, this uh, Dave Connell, he's been in our stuff. I mean, he's, this is the third one. He's uh, like a friend to the.
1: The Most Dangerous Game is a kick ass movie, and he was yeah. kick ass in it. So, yeah, he, he definitely. <laughs> uh...
0: He was in foreign Correspondent. No Alfred Hitchcock. A lot
1: of Hitchcock movies brought up.
0: Well, yeah. Well, he was in Barbary Coast. Um, oh. He was in Sullivan's Travels, which is not Gullivan's Travels. No,
1: I've seen Sullivan's Travels. That's yeah. Preston Surge. Uh, the French They are a funny race.
0: Yes, Preston Surge's comedy classic. Oh, the oh, French Day are a funny race, right.
1: Hey, um, I'm Humphrey Bogart. Stop walking. Look, they're, they're facing face-to-face.
0: But his 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 um face is different, and that's why he can safely talk to a cop. Right. He's nervous.
1: Oh, because he's still wearing the same clothes. He always he did another movie called Dark Passage where he was like he got a face change and no one uh, recognized him, and it looked like he you know he turned out to be Bogart. It was famous movie because it had like a first person view of him.
0: Beginning. listen i just want to go on record again we saw that movie man with bogart's face and it was yeah. a comedy i got just i just gotta say and uh-huh. that guy did a lot of like stage work in which he did a comedy it was the wrong thing to do it was the wrong way to go what they should have done was continue making this style humphrey bogart movie they should have made other baltese falcons and casablanca's with that guy being a serious actor and all the older people who were in those films had parts in it absolutely
1: you've seen dead man don't wear plaid right
0: yes yes that's a great example yeah that kind of a film of course that was a comedy but it
1: was it was a comedy that took clips from movies from the 40s and and interspersed it in the film so they would have humphrey bogart from another film on the phone yeah like
0: humphrey bogart you know the man with bogart's face doing that role You know know,
1: what? Have you seen the movie on Pornhub, The Man with Humphrey Bogart's uh, Dick? No, not (laughs) even worth it. Not even worth it. Couldn't do it. (laughs) You
0: can't prove it, right? We never saw it. We never saw it.
1: Listen, man, I spent a lot of time exhuming this penis. (laughs) All right, Hunk? Hatch? Is there any
0: DNA left? Can we get a penis sample? So now here comes Francie. Okay. Right. Now, Francie is a prostitute and she has syphilis. But oh. you can't say that. There was all sorts of censorship.
1: In the uh, movie, she's like act two. Syphilis well, let's just rises.
0: say she's sick. But the thing is, if it was 1937 and you're in the audience watching this, you did know what she was sick from, you know. You knew the right. movie couldn't say it, and they never say what's her job that got her syphilis. But
1: well, they play that. have you happy,
0: win an Oscar for this.
1: Oh, this scene when they play. What do you got? I'll give you a hint. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands, clap, clap. <laughs>
0: you got the clap.
1: We saw another. I was gonna say there was another actor in this that we've seen. Oh, so uh, Richard, uh, that guy. You know who I'm talking about? No. From From Green the the golly goes. Uh, Richard. Green
0: grows, uh, the golly goat.
1: <laughs> Richard Burton. Yeah, Richard Burton. Right.
0: <laughs> green grows the golly goat.
1: Yeah, he was a green <laughs> golly goat
0: it's just it's not a pro You're just a kook.
1: It's go um, go gadget. So anyway, he was Lauren Bacall was uh in a documentary in nineteen sixty three about Richard Burden. Uh-huh. and she was saying that young Richard Burden came to our table and Bogie took a liking to him and they were good drinking buddies together. Because she she, she outlived he, he was married him. to him. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a great romance. I mean, it was a great romance, they made great movies together and he always spoke fondly of him and like gave very classy interviews, like talking about his memory and stuff like that. But Well he that was one...
0: forty four years old and he met Lauren Lauren Bacall when she was nineteen. They were filming to have her to have not in forty four. Nineteen years old and he was forty four.
1: I guess uh it was the more the former than the latter to have a have not.
0: So they would go on to do Dark Passage and Largo as yep. Mary. Okay, why don't you listen for a second? What you Okay. dream. I'm having a dream. What I wanted
2: for
3: so long. Dead end. I'm tired. Trying-
0: At I me mean, like I used to be. Got syphilis and the audience knows it. it. just says, I'm sick.
1: Oh, he figured it out. He's looking down, now looking yeah. up.
0: Now he's going to be mad. Like, why did you become a prostitute? And she's like, what are you talking about? Why did you go into crime? We I both did what was available to us.
1: What on you? There you go. Hey, yeah there's no dead-end kids
0: no but really why didn't you like because you do kidnappings and rob banks that means i mean this is they're both crimes and what's available nobody's gonna pay to sleep with you Bogart.
1: right that's true
0: so he's gonna he's gonna give her some money and send her on her way but he is really not interested anymore and she's like give me a kiss for old time's sake and it hurts your yeah, uh-uh. feelings this is maybe why she won go ahead listen this is maybe why she won an Please,
4: it.
1: damn damn
0: ah.
1: one more thing yeah, uh, just no one no more thing,
0: thing. Columbo Twenty bucks. Please. here.
1: Use this dental dam. Oh, she cheated. Both fish.
0: Now they would go and be in two other films together. They would be in Key Largo together, and this film I don't know, The Amazing Doctor Clitterhouse. What? Thirty-eight. Yeah. No, I'm familiar with the Pornhub one.
3: Uh, oh yeah. It's, it's,
0: Dr. Clitoris, but this is the amazing Dr. Clitterhouse in 1938. Clitterhouse? Do you?
1: I don't know. I don't think we can't locate it. Get it? Because the word clit. <laughs>
0: I can't find it. Now, this film was highly censored, that scene that won an Oscar. Um, but also, okay, Green requested that the line, all cats look alike in the dark, be deleted. That was about a rich girl versus a poor girl. He goes, all cats look alike in the dark. All cats. Yeah. Yeah. The all
1: pisties. right. Um, I got and... a girl. You don't have to spell it out.
0: <laughs> son of a bitch, and go to hell. were are stra- made to trail off. You son of a. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you oh
1: get? yeah. Yeah. Well, you could. My. Buy... That was before and after.
0: Um, the word "bum" should not be used in British prints for the film. That word in British was slang for posterior. No Bronx cheer should be used. The character right. spit should not be actually shown spitting. There should be no scenes of this character stepping on cockroaches
1: uh-huh.
0: and are spilled garbage. Uh,
1: they didn't name him spit. They go, hey, you're spit. So they do get to say spit, but they just don't spit. Right.
0: Just don't actually spit.
1: What is this like? Oh, look at the breadsticks, Carl.
0: Is <laughs> Italian places he he got pizza I mean you know really? in the yeah earlier he said we we'll have two pizza
1: because you know New York City has the best pizza we know we got it You're, yeah we got
0: it already. Uh, come on now look you are part of our heritage you are from here and you should have pride in Jersey pizza Pearl, I got I had a
1: last time I had a chance to go to New Jersey it was we had a great time it was uh it was a guest of yours and you took me to White Castle, which I hadn't had, and I ate so much White Castle. Yeah. And then you pulled up to Mister Dino's Pizzeria in Montagne Plaza yeah, right. in Montclair, and you're like, "Let's get pizza." And I was stuffed; I couldn't eat. And you're like, "Have a bite." And I took one bite, and I just everything rushed back. It was like really intense, like it yeah. was really good pizza. And then also, the guy behind the counter was looking at me, so he probably re- remembered who I was. You think so? From high school, maybe.
0: I remember there's that guy who answered the phone, Dino, Dino. One time, <laughs> me and Tom were in there eating our pizza like little dumb dicks, freshmen in high school or whatever. Right. The phone rang, and then we both went, Dino. Right. And he looked at us so mad because he was about to pick up the phone and go, Dino. So we did it. He looked at us so mad. And he goes, Kick your phone. And he goes Dino. <laughs> like, he had to, like, on purpose.
1: Killed you, know, his, you killed his buzz.
0: Yeah, we really, we fucked with him, and we didn't need to. Now, this Joel McRae, who we know from Dangerous Game and Come and Get It, yeah. he was having a hard time working with Bogart once. Um, They were on some rooftop scene, and they're talking. So the directors keep doing new takes, new takes, and he goes, okay, okay, let's take five. And he pulled him aside and goes, what's going on with you? Why can't you deliver your lines right? Why can't you? And he goes, well, I didn't want to admit this, and I was just trying to live with it, but Humphrey Bogart's spinning on me! When Humphrey Bogart was saying his lines, little like, getting his teeth nice. in his eye, talking with him.
1: That explains his later acting style when he would talk to the ground. He <laughs> was, was thanked afterwards.
0: Uh, Claire Trevor Faces old girlfriend American actress she died in 2000 65 films between 33 and 82 winning the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for her role in Key Largo and she received a nomination she didn't win for Dead End and um, have you seen Key Largo yes in my life I don't remember it well do you, do you recommend it
1: I mean it's a strange film it's a definitely a classic and like people love it but it's just this idea of like there's bank robbers and they have to hold out and they they find a boat in Key Largo but there's a storm happening so everyone is stuck so they they have hostages I didn't see it. and it's you, you see it in other movies like you know where where bank robberies go wrong because of a natural disaster there was there was mm-hmm. a I think a Christian Slater movie like it I
0: remember of? this one bank robber movie it was a um, uh, Woody Allen movie. And it was really before I knew I shouldn't like Woody Allen, or I bumped into a lot of dumb, awful films. It was back when it was. Um, was it name? Take the Money
1: and Run shot in San Francisco?
0: No, um, this is more. This was later in his career. Tracy Oman was in it. And, oh sure,
1: sure, yeah. I know the film you're talking about.
0: So they were, they were going to rob a bank, um, and they were faking some woman with. Uh, I think Tom Hanks was. No, no, no. I'm thinking of a different film. Anyway, um, that was all the commercials. When you went to see the film, that was like about the first 15 minutes of the film, and the the rest of it was this whole different movie. I thought oh, it was the a it. bank heist movie.
1: Yeah. Tricked you. Woody tricked you.
0: Yeah, he did. And it was fun how he tricked me.
1: I did see from Dustin On going from Woody Allen to from Dusted to Texas Blood Money. But it was the same premise as, you know, the vampires from from of Dawn fights a right. bank robber. So they're robbing a bank, and suddenly they turn into vampires, and they, like, it's vampire bank robbers versus human bank robbers versus <laughs> sheriff.
0: Okay, Tommy has now run away. Tommy is wanted. Cops are after him. He stabbed a guy in the hand. He's taking the rap somehow for beating up the kid alone. Um, I'm not sure exactly how that happened even though i've seen this film several times um
1: he doesn't snitch
0: no he doesn't snitch but he doesn't have an opportunity to snitch he's run away Uh, later spit will snitch on him believe it or not (laughs) Bitch, they'll have a fight about it but anyway they're trying to figure out what to do now like run away and um you know i'll come with you and Go ahead and listen a minute if you'd
1: like. Sure, I I got plans. Yep, I'm 21. That'll be
0: fine. No, I won't
3: let that happen. I won't let him touch it. I'm going with you. We'll
0: get out of here. We'll go someplace together. You get the gist of the scene from that little soundbite. It's the pressure of.
1: Don't you get it? It's a dead end. It's more like a cul-de-sac. There's houses surrounding it. You know, it's it's like a womb. Life comes out of it. It's not really a dead end.
0: Cul-de-sac is a dead end, and you know, it's not a cul-de-sac where you can turn around. It's it's a road that ends in the water.
1: It's not a thorough street. Didn't you see the sign?
0: Thoroughfare.
1: Thoroughfare. Yeah, that makes.
0: This says elaborate. It was a very thorough street.
1: Instead of saying dead end, it would be a different phrase.
0: Now look he goes he's like dina Trina, uh dina whatever her name is and she shuts the right
1: oh yeah it finally windows closed the windows must, window must crash windows must have crash
0: it's, yeah now the thing is he saw the disgust of the rich girlfriend uh and he's like this is not for me i want to be with uh it is Drina, Drina, she he wants to be with Drina, but she thinks that he wants to be with the rich girl. I don't know. It's
1: yeah, two shots. This this Italian restaurant is open six in the morning and it closes one in the morning. Wow. According yeah. to the signage.
0: Okay, so he goes home for four hours.
1: Geez, <laughs> I fucking ate that restaurant. Call it ah, a day.
0: Power naps for four hours. I hate my job.
1: Okay, You wake up in the cot.
0: (laughs) So Babyface has come all the way from Colorado with plastic surgery to see his old girlfriend and to see his mom.
1: But no one else figures it out.
0: Both of whom, well, he's got plastic surgery. Only Dave's figured it out. Both of whom he loves. However, he got smacked in the face twice. Mom says fuck off, and right. the girlfriend says fuck off.
5: Right, so I want an Oscar. So
0: it's time for him to head back west. But to the sh- the thug's chagrin, they're noticing how much the parents care about that kid who got beat up. They're going to kidnap the kid.
1: Kidnap the rich kid or the or right. Donnie?
0: Kidnap the rich kid. And you know, charge five grand or whatever is a lot of money. To pay the
1: legal it's fee.
0: Like, are you crazy? Let's get out of here. Too many people know who you are anyway. You, your mom knows, the girlfriend knows, Dave knows. Let's get going. It's like, I came here for something, I didn't get it. I'm gonna at least get the money. I'm gonna leave with the money,
1: leave with five grand for kidnapping a kid.
0: Well, I mean, he's got all this money from like bank robbery and stuff, and kidnapping, but I, I just said that. We mostly heard about him murdering men and bank robbing. I just assumed that because he's so hyped to kidnap. Okay, now we are about to launch into Act 3. Dave's like, I told you to get the fuck out of here. Now Dave makes a dumb move. He's like, "All right, if you won't leave then I'm going to the cops. Why would he tell him that?
1: Oh yeah, that's true. You think he should have just said, "Oh yeah, okay, uh, all right, fair enough." Well, I'll see ya. Uh, yeah, I'll walk this Ow! way.
0: Ow, oh, I got daze. And stabs him.
1: He sta- oh, that is brutal, dude.
0: That's the end of day.
1: And that's the reason why I don't drink out of that river.
0: <laughs> Human excrement and uh,
1: wait. Damn it, it's Adult Swim, and they're swimming with their faces in the water.
0: Now they're seeing that nobody really caught them. Nobody caught on. Nobody this heard that. Hey. They're looking for
5: that.
0: Kid.
1: This yeah. place is really happening. Oh, yeah, there it is. The rich Hoi uh, Polloi is like... Ain't that a trip, they're looking down at us? Yeah, what do you it, say up there? I saw you. His brother's the judge. I like to tell that to strangers. The cops. Well, no,
0: that, when he was telling the cop, you better find, oh, Dave's not dead.
1: Oh, yay. The most dangerous it's game can't be killed.
0: Match. Yeah, the most dangerous game.
1: It's bad. It's Joe McRae.
0: Oh, nice That's, shot. Cops would do that back yeah, then. The so
1: yeah, like, throw me up the wall. I'm trying to sleep.
0: Did you see how the nightstick was was rubbing against the bars? Yeah. Back in the old day, cops would do that to let you know in your house, listening to the radio or whatever. You know, cop is you're there out by. here controlling to the streets.
1: Blackout. We don't want the Japanese to see that your lights are on.
0: Now Humphrey Bogart got the part, but the Samuel Goldwyn wanted James Cagney.
1: Would have made a difference. This movie is kind of a weird curio, but it helps having Humphrey Bogart.
0: Bogart only got it after this other guy refused George Raft. I don't know yeah. you. you know him. Okay.
1: Yeah, sure. Graft, old grafty.
0: Old grafty. Now uh, Bogart was on loan from Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers didn't want to give it to Sam Goldwyn until he said that Warner Brothers could borrow Miriam Hopkins.
1: It was, studio, it was a studio, it was a studio's time, right? Like wow. uh, actors were under contract, so you couldn't really just do a, uh, Netflix film and then go do a Hulu film. Yeah. Do one or the other.
0: Right. Exactly. And at, you were contracted. Now we're going to have a fight with the thug in which he's going to win. You see how Bogart is getting into this little room. Mm-hmm yeah oh here's it the film contains scenes with the young uncredited uncredited sydney kibrick who is best remembered for his portrayal of wime in the, the sidekick of the neighborhood bully butch in the little rascal that's right
1: oh I all mean. right
0: little Rascal.
1: he said so he's a friend of butch
0: yes and He was cute as hell too
1: but you know Here i saw is.
0: um an early gangster role for Humphrey Bogart was built on the success of his performance in The Petrified Formist, Forest, 1936.
1: There he is. He's on the roof.
0: Yeah, but this isn't the spitting scene. This will be a runaway scene. So the neighborhood's all awake now. They hear the guns. Have you, seen the, have
1: you seen the gangster? Gangster's on the roof. Oh, why didn't you just tell me he died? You don't have to pretend he's on the roof. Uh, I need more billy gloves. There's the old water silo Kisses of fire.
0: Bang! Bang! Oh. Yeah. I'm pretending I was shot. In this film, they don't even pretend with blood or anything.
1: It no, there's no only... blood. Like The suit's no. still impeccable.
0: They just... Ow! Fuck, that hurt.
1: Yeah, there was no, uh, there was nothing underneath there.
0: Now look, he's not hey. dead. Hey. Bang!
1: He shot the cop? No, he shot... Yep.
0: yep. Now he's getting shot with a lot of smoke. There's mom. Right. And they won't know it's baby face until mom starts crying.
1: Oh, and they said, oh, it must be a face change. Guy has two ties.
0: Bogart was in two other films with the dead-end kids, Crime School in 38, and Angels with Dirty Faces in 38. Angels
1: with Dirty Faces, that's a classic-sounding name. They also did two movies with Bella Lugosi that people always liked.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Now, the mom, you know, Dave hears the mom, and it hurts his feelings.
1: There was a SCTV sketch they had Robin Williams on, and they were all the, the Bowery boys. Oh. And uh, one of them got a job, and so Martin Short and Robin Williams they go over, and it's a gay bar. He's working as a bartender. They're like, and oh, he I don't know.
0: Saturday Night Live, not SCTV. No, this
1: was SCTV. They had Robin Williams on it
0: with Martin Short.
1: Martin Short was on SCTV first, right? right. Then, then he brought all his hilarious characters to SCTV. Okay. Uh, That's it to Saturday Night Live. Gotcha. SNL. So they're like, we caught Babyface Martin. And
0: there's big reward money. So Dave will get the reward money.
1: We yeah. come in. Police station. We got Babyface Martin. Yes, this is the police station. Yes, we got Yes, if you like to talk to the police station, please talk on this phone. Yes.
0: <laughs> now, the director did a movie called The Best Years of Our Lives in 46. Now, what was the Lou Costello film?
1: Oh, A Time of Their Lives. Oh, okay, so
0: you think it was written to bite off of the best years of our lives?
1: No, I think Definitely. they're all based on sheet music. They were selling of songs. Oh, okay, that were, you okay. know. All right, pick them up. His oh, this director, scene he
0: kind of got his start because he was the cousin of a guy who founded Universal Pictures. Next thing you know, he's directing. He really,
1: this scene—they really are stretching it out.
0: Well, we're getting a lot of information, like we're learning about...
1: Um... I mean, they're using a stretcher.
0: Oh, I Stretch. <laughs> Never mind. So you can see that he's unaffected by the reward money. He doesn't give a damn about that. It's just kind of freaked out. Now, they're going to try to find the boy, um, um, Tommy, and it's going to be Spit who rafts him out because... I don't know. They threaten him like, "You beat up that kid. We'll listen to it when it comes," and um, and TV is going to over. No, Milty. Milty will overhear him, ratting him out. Milty was the new kid. Give me my three cents back.
1: Oh right. So he holds a beef. If they'd just given him three cents, they would have been in the clear.
0: No, I don't think it's that.
1: Oh, yeah. you know, my brother is a judge.
0: <laughs>
1: judge Dredd?
0: <laughs> judge men? Now, look, he's taking that ring.
1: Yeah. Why? Why? Look at that cash.
0: Taking the money? That's, like, like for evidence. But why take the ring?
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, someone might. They should take the body while they're at it. <laughs>
0: okay, now let's, let's turn it on. Turn it on.
1: Okay.
5: He is a rat.
1: Here we go. I'm, on, I'm looking for Archie. With the jug head. Oh, what look, they're the over here. Extra, extra. Tommy. Oh, he's not the dickhead. The doorman's the dickhead. Putting yeah. him in that situation.
0: Well, I mean... Right. See, you're not wrong, but it's like the doorman has loyalties to his. Lawyer, but you're still that's not wrong. Like, why should he really care? I mean, he is on the job at this second. Okay, more pressure. What are we going to do? Uh,
1: I don't know. Uh, I don't want to leave the set.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's yeah. right. In the play, it's like, you can't hide. We just set up the scene.
0: It's like the Truman Show. There is no off camera, there is yeah. no offset. We don't know what's out there. Great movie. So he's going to go hide while she prepares to run away. And then she'll go find him. And they'll run away together. Stop's coming.
1: There we go. Evening officer. No. There's a kid named uh, Ami Orden. No. Don't the same kid. Then why are you so stressed out?
0: No, I'm acting. The director insists I look stressed because I'm stressed in this part.
1: I mean, the, the apartments look realistic, I guess. Who's? It's not like the friend's apartment.
0: <laughs> no, well, they're trying to do a tenement,
1: right? Right.
0: Wow, everybody's come out in the street, one a night, lots of gunshots, and baby face Nelson if... got
1: killed. Baby if you're face... looking for a tailor or a hand-clean laundry officer, I'm over here to Alfranzo's. Oh,
5: uh, 440.
1: Ah, uh, see, the system's against him.
0: Yep. So, Tommy, he's heard it all now, and he knows he's in triple trouble. And they even know, you know, they know where he lives, they know his name. Now. Now. She will, she's all packed up, right? She put away the suitcase so you wouldn't, it wouldn't be obvious. But she's got to find Tommy, and then they're going to get going. So where's Tommy?
1: Oh, and all the cops are <laughs> there and all the gossip. Listen there. all the Yentas, are out. Well, yentas are out.
0: Everybody came out. There was a big shooting. Yeah. Excitement.
1: Oh, I see even a haircut. Two bits. <laughs> oh, there's the old peanut dispenser.
0: Not a lot of time for you on the Vaudeville show tonight, Frank. Just two bits. Right. Okay, there he is above the gang. Right. checking everything out.
1: They, they killed look. and burned a newsie to get that paper.
0: They're looking in the paper, and they're going to have the story wrong, and they're going to be shocked. The newspaper's never wrong. Truth is, he just assumed all his life.
1: That the newspaper covered the
0: truth. Why?
1: You telling me that there's nobody named Ziggy? There's not a big-faced guy with a long nose and a dog? These newspapers lie to me. What do you you mean, mean, Ziggy
0: Cartoon? Yeah. You should do, like, like Nancy. uh, You should do, like, their era. Oh, their era? Logo and
1: Nancy. You <laughs> talking? Little Abner ain't real. Right, right, right. He yeah. lives in dog pads. There's uh, no need... bachelor named Dagwood. Fell in love with a girl named Blondie. Is that what you're trying Dippy. to tell me?
0: Hippie was my favorite in this, even though Fit gets all the credit.
1: Yeah, he, he's the glue. There he is. There he
0: is.
1: oh my god
0: he was in world war ii in 1943 and he was in like a u.s training film a u.s navy training film called don't kill your friends so i immediately went to youtube to find it and i found it it is i mean it's really doing safety about your about your your airplane
1: hi i'm stinky from the bowery boys there's nothing friendly when it comes to friendly fire (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's right. He
1: was there you go. Stuff. I can't say that out loud. Are I you? said that out loud, Carl. Dude, that's that's young Mike.
0: But yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Hall was arrested for, for possession of marijuana in '48. Trial wow. held in '49, but he had a hung jury. Um, Boris DeBocchi, which is Satch Jones.
5: Yeah. In
0: '48, of the Bowery Boys film, uh, with his longtime partner Leo Gorsi, who left the series in '56. Um,
1: Fifty-six. This is thirty-seven, right here. Yeah. Um.
0: I don't know. He was on the cover of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's right.
0: Now the thing is, they wanted Leo Gorski, but Leo Gorski wanted money. They're like, "All right, fuck you. We'll do. We'll do Satch then."
1: Yeah. Good thing about the Bowery Boys is that it's plural. We'll find another Bowery Boy. Oh, this guy's in church.
0: The only thing interesting is he co starred in a, a a pilot with Jamie Farr. It was a CBS situation comedy called The Chicago Teddy
1: Bear. Oh, I love it.
0: Didn't.
1: I can imagine what it is. Doo-doo. I was a model who. Uh... Oh, no, that's Moonlighting. No, no. Right, here we go. Oh, Climb Do on down.
0: The Van California. Leo Gorski, an appearance on a television commercial for Pontiac in 69.
1: Um, That's a good role.
0: May 39, Gross, Gorski married 15-year-old dancer Kay Marvis, appeared in four of his monogram movies. They divorced in 44, and Marvis married Joe Mark. Yeah. I can't find it. I, I think it's Skorsky who was in the Sergeant Pepper and he wanted money. They said, forget it.
1: Now, wasn't the other Bowery Boy in that album cover like smack dab in the middle, like in the back, in the center, kind of,
0: <laughs> you know, I'm a Beatles fan, but I never like dove into who's on this cover. I sure. mean, when I look at, I see a crowd surrounding a bass drum. I well, you that,
1: went, you went crazy researching the cover for the White Album. They had to lock <laughs> you up. You burned your journals.
0: Okay, so now, he he um, Tommy is um Angel. He's talking to Angel, saying that he suspects that Leo turned him in. Um, so. I want you to, like, set him up and say the guy was going to give $5 to the guy who turned in Tommy. And that Leo will, of course, go, man, what do you say? What? You know. Yeah, it would be. And it'll out him, and then they'll have a big fight.
1: So he can't afford a sling?
5: I don't know.
0: He got stabbed. Uh, Remember Bogart? I thought he hit him in the back. Here's the breakup. We're going to have a breakup moment. Like, scram, Angel.
1: Oh, he's th- he's breaking up with her. Look
0: at him looking at Angel.
1: Hey, mister, where are you going with that? Oh, I got you.
0: Yeah, well, you'll understand when you're older. Now, look, this is a movie set, okay?
1: It's the London Bridge. No. <laughs> oh, it's all this New York City.
0: Let me just think for a second. It's around. Um, it's the Queensboro Bridge. It's today. It's Mayor Koch.
1: Well, we discussed this before. Back in thirty-seven, there was no George Washington Bridge. There was only King Charles the Third Bridge.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah.
1: I think I said that the Buster Keaton one.
0: Yeah, I think so. And I tried to follow up with the G.W. Told me like when George Bush, that's how old we are, when George Bush uh, Jr. was in office. So they already named a bridge after him in New York. I was like, really? What? You, going yeah, to GW. GW? <laughs> you got me good with that
1: one. I'm waiting for another president with the GW. I'm no good. I like to hang out in the piers and.
0: I don't see, that's what I don't understand. Like, why is he saying, like, we can't be together just because you were grossed out by cockroaches, you know? Of course. I mean, and she still wants to be with him, so what's his problem? You don't have to live where there are cockroaches.
1: Right, yeah, just stay in your apartment.
0: But it might be that he wants to be with not uh, uh Darcy.
1: Why do you <laughs> keep looking her name up?
4: Yeah,
0: because I keep on forgetting her name. D- Drina! He wants to be oh, with Drina. Drina. Because Drina is a, um, a poor person like him, I guess. So, that's it. It's Drina. over.
1: Oh. Hey, what you got cooking? Couple boards?
0: They're just burning.
1: Mind if I throw on something? There must be some store. Like, who the fuck broke my wood? my boxes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it's garbage.
1: The UPS store next okay. door.
0: There's Tommy, right? He's still... Oh, he's going
1: to overhear it over the fire. Oh, they got a lot of points.
0: What do you say, Satch? What do you say? How many times did I tell you kids to
1: get, get out of here? Stop burning shit outside the apartment. He goes,
0: how many times did I tell you kids to get out of here? And then Spit goes, we just left doesn't make sense.
1: I got five hours of sleep before four hours of sleep, and then I got to go back to the goddamn Italian restaurant.
0: Here, turn it up now. Cause we're going to over here. We'll find out. Yeah. He's going to give you five bucks. I think it was five bucks. That's not you on
4: done
6: it. Yeah.
3: Where is he?
0: Which way did he go? He are John Tommy. Tommy. You're right. What to did you? Martin. And you? Yeah. Yeah.
1: There you go, big punch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's for stitching. Finally, some fighting. Ready.
1: This is like every minute of the other movies.
0: Back. Knife.
1: Oh no, it was the, Oh Knife. no, not the niff.
0: Well, it's called The Mark of the Squealer, and we learned it earlier. It's a little line you do from your cheek to the edge of your lip. It's called The Mark of the Squealer. We found another kid with it. It was a rival gang. So now Dave is the voice of reason. Don't do this.
1: Aw, gee
0: whiz. Not only am I not going to do this, I'm going to give myself into the authority. And I don't understand why he does it. Yeah, have you seen Tommy? Yeah, I saw Tommy. He was about to cut yeah. my face. The little brat of yours.
1: Just because like, oh. I'm a snitch.
0: <laughs> oh, you've been saying, to do talking yet? nice well, about well, her well, behind well, her back.
3: For you. Boy, Pretty damning
1: out with knives
0: and end up with guns. See, and if you go into reform school, you'll definitely be
1: a criminal. I'm a criminal. Oh, they could teach me to be a criminal? No, yeah. you're missing the point.
0: It's like college of uh, crime.
1: Yeah, at the school of hard knocks, shall we?
0: I don't know why he decides that he's going to give himself up because he can easily, I don't know, he's just going to go to reform school. After that talk that Dave just gave him, Right now, he's saying maybe they'll let me go.
1: No, here we go. Here the cops crashing down. Oh, is that too much gro? Oh, groceries.
0: Something tells me I should have researched this cop. His face looks familiar. But it's not because I saw this movie a bunch of times.
1: I want to hear the me what Oh, all right there. Oh, please, please. We want to be around for the next five movies. <laughs> none of the kids are like, well, we also beat the shit out of them.
0: No, none of the other kids are like that. Now, here's the dad, and he will unrelentlessly insist that this kid be thrown in jail. They will appeal to him left and appeal to him right and right. different come at him at different angles and We'll have none of it. He's always ready to say.
1: My brother is a judge.
0: Now he's like, he's like, if you don't address this, he's free to hurt somebody and even kill somebody. Yes, he made a mistake. He made a mistake. He goes, I have a half-inch deep cut in my hand. You're calling that a mistake. Being sorry won't make this better. Sending him to reform school will.
1: Oh, he's really fucked. Uh, and he was
0: the one. They'll take him from the gutter and give him a useful trade. Uh huh. There's everything you can do.
1: No, the zoo's closing and he has to go back to his uh, fellow pegwoods.
0: There's nothing else I can zoom.
1: There's nothing else I can zoom. Like, leave. He's got a cut on his face. You no, think he was a squid?
0: him, okay, he cut me. That's bad. But today he beat the shit out of my son for no good reason, and he's not wrong about that.
1: No, is it the dad's uh, calling it?
0: The thing is, we know Tommy personally, and he did do that. But you promise never to do it again. I don't
1: know. Oh, way to go. Well, what did I say? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying when he gets out of reform school, I got a guy who sells cigarettes on the side.
0: Now, his name in the film is TB, and he has tuberculosis. tuberculosis. Yeah! Now, he's like, don't worry, we'll get him the best lawyer we can buy. And she's like, the fucking what? Hello? Yeah, a crap lawyer. We're gonna get, we better call yeah. Saul. The best money, and he goes, no, I got all the reward money from Babyface. I got Listen, all the I money from-
1: saw, I was on a bus stop, and I was sitting on the bench. And lo and behold, there was a lawyer's name right behind it. You better call Saul.
0: His name was Jimmy McGill. So this is how we're gonna end. Like, he doesn't say, "I want to be with you, I love you, marry me, or something." He's just like, "You and I will fight this together, and I've got the money, and we're gonna, you know, you're gonna get a break from this." And we just see they're sort of like, I don't know if they ever were boyfriend and girlfriend, and
1: they were holding hands just now,
0: but not before.
1: Hey, what you trying to do? That's right, a night fire. fire. Oh, I just smoke. got. I just went through the woods. Got all that wood.
0: Turn on the sound. Our movie's ending.
1: So they don't care. Their friend's gone.
0: I don't think that's fair to say they don't care.
1: Oh no, oh no, this movie's not ending. Yeah, I want to watch more of the Dead Ed Kids.
0: Look at this great set. Well, everything's resolved. I mean, you know, Babyface is dead. Dave has made his girl decision. Tommy's turned himself in.
1: Ooh. Look at how
0: that's See how they're flashing the lights back there to make yeah. it real?
1: Right, sure, that's nighttime.
0: It was mostly real, and then they had miniatures and a paint.
1: And this film was passed through the uh, anus of the National Border Review. Yeah,
0: it was. It was a
1: Bronx Cheer. Carl, thinking of Brock's Cheers, what did you think of this movie? Um,
0: I enjoyed this movie. Um, I think it was well done. Of course, it was its quirky 1930s self. What can you do right. about that? We're from a different culture. But it was neat to see the uh, Bowery boys get born. Of course, they're the dead-end kids at this point. Um, and I don't know, it was also neat to see that woman who was who would go on to be in uh, Beetlejuice and Mars, Mars Attack. Attacks.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it was great to see Humphrey Bogart, right? Like, a role that's not like, because he's such a not, he's an overexposed actor in the sense that uh, you're always going to hear the same bunch of movies, right?
0: Like, yeah.
1: So it's it, nice to see just another film that he did.
0: Right. He is like, a, I iconic. Iconic. Like, he wasn't in a lot of things, but it's like, he was the typical 1940s gangster dude. I don't know, he, he represented, I enjoyed the film for his performance as well.
1: Yeah, me too. It was, it was a good performance. Uh, and uh, I thought the Oscar was greatly deserved to be uh, the, the, the actor. That was a well-deserved Oscar, wasn't yeah. it? Like- uh, <laughs> yeah, it was
0: fine. Well, she didn't win. She was only nominated. I had that wrong. She did go oh. on to win <clears throat> an Oscar uh, for other work she's done. And she was in two other films, including Key Largo, with uh, Humphrey Bogart.
1: Well, very nice. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed as much as we did Dead End from 1937, the first of many Bowery Street Boy movies. This one with Humphrey Bogart. Carl, oh, that was a lot of fun. We'll be yeah. back next Sunday as yeah. you know we are on radio right now and before uh 4 p.m show kicks it off uh lazy sundays we uh we'll be back next week on sunday and you can follow us on our podcast l-w-a-f-l-m-o-y-t you can follow us on youtube l-w-a-f-l-m-o-y-t and you can follow us on facebook at let's watch a full night movie on youtube yeah. and you can follow us on Discord at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Well, I next week's movie, heard, okay. That Is What You Are. That Is What You Are. Yes, it's newspaper reporter Brenda Starr. Brenda Star. Yeah, that is superstar. All right, so I found Video Detective has a trailer.
0: Okay. I can't find – oh, here's my cell phone. Why don't you go ahead and you uh, do the countdown? The countdown. All My right. My phone's not jumping out and biting me. Again.
1: No problem. All right. So the countdown uh, is three, two.
0: Wait! 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 Oh, what you got what it. You've been talking for- about now. What are we looking up? Trailer Brenda Starr, nineteen eighty nine. What channel do you like?
1: Uh, it's called Video Detective.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. You did say that. Excuse me, I'm sorry. No, but
1: I, I just confirmed it.
0: Okay, okay, so, trailer, <laughs> trailer. Oh, it you knew what I was saying. It's my accent. Brenda Star, 1989.
1: Brenda like... fucking Star.
0: And we like. video Detective. Yep. Okay, go ahead, you count down.
1: Okay, in three, two, one, go black up front. Ooh, a tri-star picture. That's a Pegasus, not a unicorn. Right. They never met.
0: Columbia tri-star, that's interesting.
1: Well, Columbia's home the lady. Video. The home video. Was, I don't think it was a, a hit on movie-wise. It was in the theater.
0: It made $67,000. I wouldn't call that a hit, right? Right. Probably a horrible flop. James Bond is in it.
1: You know the comic strip, right?
0: Yeah, sure. Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, Sunday funnies, I mean.
1: Sunday funnies, yeah. It was never a cartoon show. Dick Miller. Those poor piranhas.
0: Uh, Look at all this action.
1: This is great. Oh. Brooke. Yes. She is. Oh, I can't wait. I guess. Well, this is the second time we've had had Brooke Shields before. She was in uh, Here's a Good New Kid and Pinball, Tilt. Right. The Pinball Epic. And so we're a big fan. Uh, and oh, so and, one...
0: and Furry Vengeance.
1: Right, that's right, with uh, Furry Vengeance. But well, she's the a friend of the show. Yeah, so we're really excited to watch her big film. It's notoriously known for not really hitting the theaters or being a flop, but found the cult history in the video box. So we're really excited to bring this one up. So take a listen to us. Follow us on Discord, follow us on YouTube, follow us on podcasts. Follow us here every media radio. And uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you, Carl, for everything. Thank you, Mike. I'm glad to be you. here. And the, thank you, audience. See you next week. Let's right, watch a
3: full
0: German strudels. You should follow me. Yeah. Huh?
2: Video got it, this is the found round sound show, the Halloween. For Halloween that year, the year my sister was two, I dressed up as the Headless Horseman. Before, I'd only ever been ghosts and fat ladies, both of which were easy. All you needed was a sheet and a lot of talcum powder, or a dress and a hat and some padding. But this year would be the last one I'd ever be able to disguise myself, or so I believed. I was getting too old for it. I was almost finished with being 13, and so I felt the urge to make a special effort. Halloween was my best holiday. Why did I like it so much? Perhaps because I could take time off from being myself, or from the impersonation of myself I was finding it increasingly expedient, but also increasingly burdensome, to perform in public. I got the Headless Horseman idea from a story we'd read in school.
4: In the story, the Headless Horseman was a grisly legend and also a joke. And that was the effect I was aiming for. I thought everyone would be familiar with this figure. If I'd studied a thing in school, I assumed it was general knowledge. I hadn't yet discovered that I lived in a sort of transparent balloon drifting over the world without making much contact with it. And that the people I knew appeared to me at a different angle from the one at which they appeared to themselves and that the reverse was also true i was smaller to others up there in my balloon than i was to myself i was also blurrier i had an image of how the headless horseman was supposed to look he was said to ride around at night with nothing on top of his shoulders but a neck his head held in one arm the eyes fixing the horrified viewer in a ghastly glare I made the head out of paper mache using strips of newspaper soaked in a flour and water paste I cooked myself, as per the instructions in The Rainy Day Book of Hobbies. Earlier in my life, long ago, at least two years ago, I'd had a wistful desire to make all the things suggested in this book, animals twisted out of pipe cleaners, balsa wood boats that would whiz around when you dropped cooking oil into a hole in the middle, and a tractor thing put together out of an empty thread spool, two matchsticks, and a rubber band. But somehow I could never find the right materials in our house. Cooking up paste glue was simple, however. All you needed was flour and water. Then you simmered and stirred until the paste was translucent. The lumps didn't matter, you could squeeze them out later. The glue got quite hard when it was dry, and I realized the next morning that I should have filled the pot with water after using it. My mother always said, a good cook does her own dishes. But then I reflected, glue was not real cooking. The head came out too square. I squashed it at the top to make it more like a head, then left it down by the furnace to dry. The drying took longer than I'd planned, and during the process, the nose shrank and the head began to smell funny. I could see that I should have spent more time on the chin, but it was too late to add on
2: to it. When the head was dry enough, at least on the outside, I painted it what I hoped was a flesh color A wishy-washy bathrobe pink. And then I painted two very white
4: eyeballs with black pupils. The eyes came out a little crossed, but it couldn't be helped. I didn't want to make the eyeballs grey by fooling around with the black pupils on the damp white paint. I added dark circles under the eyes, and black eyebrows, and black enamel hair that appeared to have been slicked down with brilliantine. I painted a red mouth with a trickle of shiny enamel blood coming down from one corner. I'd taken care to put a neck stub on the bottom of the head, and I painted this red, for where the head had been severed, with a white circle in the middle of the bottom part for the neck bone. The body of the horseman took some thought. I made a cape out of a piece of black fabric left over from a now obsolete puppet stage of mine Gathering it at the neck end Designed to sit on top of my head and sewing buttons down the front and cutting two Inconspicuous holes at eye level so I'd be able to see out. I Borrowed my mother's jodhpurs and riding boots left over from before she was married She hadn't ridden a horse since her wedding day. She was in the habit of saying proudly or regretfully probably it was both But I didn't pay much attention to my mother's tone of voice then. I had to tune it out in order to charge full speed ahead with what I myself was doing. The riding boots were too big, but I made up for that with hockey socks. I safety pinned the jodhpurs around the waist to keep them from falling down. I got hold of some black winter gloves, and improvised a horsewhip out of a stick and a piece of leather i'd scrounged from the box of archery materials archery had once been popular with my father and then with my brother but my father had given it up and the box had been abandoned in the trunk room in the cellar now that my brother had to study so much i tried on the entire outfit in front of my mirror with the head held in the crook of my arm I could scarcely see myself through the eye holes, but the dark shape looming in the glass with two sinister eyeballs staring out balefully from somewhere near the elbow looked pretty good to me. On the night itself, I groped my way out the door and joined my best friend of the moment, whose name was Annie. Annie had done herself up as Raggedy Ann, complete with a wig of red wool braids. We'd taken flashlights But Annie had to hold my arm to guide me through the darker patches of the night, which were numerous in the badly lit suburb we were traversing. I should have made the eye holes bigger. We went from door to door shouting, Shell out! Shell out! And collecting popcorn balls and candy apples and licorice twists, and the Halloween toffees wrapped in in orange and black waxed paper with designs of pumpkins and bats on them. Of which I was especially fond. I loved the sensation of prowling abroad in the darkness, of being unseen, unknown, potentially terrifying, though all the time retaining underneath my own harmless, mundane, and dutiful self. There was a full moon, I think. There ought to have been one. The air was crisp. There were fallen leaves, Jack-o'-lanterns burned on the porches, giving off the exciting odor of singed pumpkin. Everything was as I'd imagined it beforehand, though already I felt it slipping away from me. I was too old. That was the problem. Halloween was for little children. I'd grown beyond it. I was looking down on it from my balloon. Now that I'd arrived at the moment I'd planned for, I couldn't remember why I'd gone to all that trouble. I was disappointed, too, at the response of the adults who answered the doors. Everyone knew who my friend Annie was portraying. Raggedy Annie, they cried with delight. They even got the pun. But to me, they said, And who were you supposed to be? My cape had a muffling effect, so I often had to repeat the answer twice. The headless horseman. The headless what? Then, what's that you're holding? They would go on to say. It's the head of the headless horseman. Oh, yes, I see. The head would then be admired, though in the overdone way adults had of admiring a thing when they secretly thought it was inept and laughable. It didn't occur to me that if I'd wanted my costume to be understood immediately, I should have chosen something more obvious. However, there was one member of the audience who'd been suitably impressed. It was my little sister who hadn't yet gone to bed when I'd made my way through the living room en route to the door. She'd taken one look at the shambling black torso and the big boots and the shiny-haired, frowning, bodiless head, and had begun to scream. She'd screamed and screamed, and hadn't been reassured when I'd lifted up the cape to show that it was really only me underneath.
3: my
1: Sorry.
6: They're, they're about to Thank mm-hmm. you. Come mm-hmm. on. Hey! Mm-hmm. my loving and give it to your now we played it on the sofa. night we played it inside the wall my needle in yeah. and you evil have
4: You've just had
1: a heavy session of electroshock therapy, and you're more relaxed than you've
4: been in weeks. All those childhood traumas magically wiped away, along with most of your personality. Now is the time, time for Spud. Spud! Filled with the full, rich flavor of
6: potatoes. Spud, the beer brewed for people who can't taste the difference. When you say Spud, just put your...
3: All right? No difficulty in the motor balloon ...Bullback in the building next to the location. Testics are
6: changing. Timing out of both windows, male Hispanic and Apostle male
3: black. Well, we got one more uh,
6: kind of psychological test we always do here. It's just a word association. I'll uh, throw you out a few words. Uh, anything that comes to your mind, just throw it back at it's kind of an arbitrary thing. Like if I said dog, you'd say tree, tree. <laughs> white right trash
4: Wait a minute, that might be him now. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Coming! Hi, Michael.
3: Hi, Ann. I just
4: made some martinis just the way you like them. Oh, great. Did I just hear a
6: shot? Yeah. It's a funny thing. I was walking up the driveway, and uh, my gun kind of went off accidentally, and I shot a
3: rabbit. (laughs) He was digging up your garden. Yeah.